0: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. We are super excited to have some new faces, new voices, voices, is that how you say it, mm-hmm. uh, on the podcast today. And I want to address a major elephant, maybe not in the room, but in the podcast. For uh, the we were on a roll. We had eight consecutive weeks, and then I dropped the ball. Not intentionally. Like, I didn't actually, I didn't just decide not to do a podcast last week. Um, life kind of happened uh, and actually our topic for today happened which is uh, junior camp and I brought all the equipment up I was going to do a podcast at camp we had cell phone service it wasn't great but we had enough to post it and it wasn't until Friday as I was loading everything up from camp that I realized that I spaced and completely forgot it and those that have been to junior camp understand that that's not too out of the out of the box. I mean, that that's kind of expected at camp. It's all consuming. It's hard to think of anything besides just making camp happen. So yeah. I'm going to apologize to you guys for that. But uh, we did mention that this was going to be a possibly every other week podcast. Nice. So maybe we're not. Not too shameful yet. Uh, let, let's hope we at least keep back on, get back on the wagon. And
1: we did have the best laid plans, intentions of doing it up there. We talked about. It. I feel bad that I didn't mention it to you, and we, we not that we would have been able to. Pull it I off. think we could
0: have. I think we could have. I don't know if you could have because you had your work schedule, but. Um, we could have made something happen and it just, I just completely spaced. Totally forgot. But anyway, we're, we're excited to have Lauren DaCosta and Darilyn Riker. You guys, if you want to introduce yourselves real quick, uh, Darilyn, how long have you been involved in children's ministry, specifically bus ministry uh, at Inland Lighthouse?
2: I've been involved um, at Inland Lighthouse for four years.
0: Four years. And were you involved previously up at the Rock Church and SAC?
2: Yeah, for about two years. Okay,
0: so six years total. And how old are you? I'm
2: 19.
0: So she started young, started at 13 years of age. And I think that's great. We have a lot of young people in our church that are 12 years of age. And uh, some even younger that are chomping at the bit, kind of upset they can't be in (laughs) best ministry yet. And many more really, really upset that they can't be involved in Sunday school. Uh, At our church, we do have an 18-year-old age, uh, minimum age they have to be to be involved in uh, the teaching aspect of Sunday school. Um, We're working on that a little bit. We have some younger that are helping occasionally. Um, and, uh, I guess, I guess it makes it all the more sweeter when they do turn 18 that they can just become, uh, completely involved. And then we have Lauren DaCosta. Lauren, uh, once you introduce yourself and how long have you been in uh, Sunday school slash children's ministry?
2: Um, hi, I'm Lauren. Um, I've been involved since I was 16 and I'm 24 now. So that's,
0: I think that's eight. If I, if I do yeah, that, because that, <laughs> that,
2: that wasn't going to happen on my part. Mess um, mess with yeah, it. since I was about 16.
0: 16, okay. And you guys run, you co-captain the Blue Bus, blue um, bus. which luckily, I've been very lucky to be able to uh, help out a little <laughs> bit. Although, I must say, I, I, at the beginning of joining your, your bus route, I, I, I knew that I, I was able to be super attentive at first, but then once summer hit, yeah. I knew that life was going to flip it, flip my schedule in its head, okay. and between Still. junior camp and... Uh, peak and summit, all this stuff, that that my uh, contributions would be minimized, and I'm sorry for that already. That it's that it's already becoming true. However, however, we're excited you guys are here because you guys were both counselors at junior camp, right? Yeah. And Brother Lee, you came up for a day, yes. um, and you did our breakout session for our um, object lesson area, and we'll we'll kind of walk our way through that. But our focus today, we want to really discuss how. Nothing is as segmented as we sometimes think it is. Sunday school is an integral part of bus ministry and vice versa. Some people want to completely separate the two. Like, this is bus ministry, this is Sunday school, and the two have nothing in common except we transport kids and put them in your class, and that's it. That's that's just so wrong. It's not the way it's meant to be. And junior camp. We have a, a really good junior camp, and, and I'm obviously very biased, but... Uh, <laughs> I think it's a great junior camp, but it is so much a part of everything else we do at our church, as far as our uh, bus ministry and our Sunday school, that uh, it's just one continuous big ministry. And so we're going to talk about that today and how uh, how junior camp went, kind of what it looked like for us, and then some of the exciting things that came out of it as far as uh, kids that went up there. So... Um, I guess we'll start with just kind of talking about junior camp. First of all, uh, Darylyn, you are a counselor. Is this your first year or have you been before?
2: I went 2019.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. And I was
2: a junior counselor.
0: Okay. So uh, our camp is kind of like Sunday school, I guess. You have to be 18 to be a a counselor, although we do have a junior counselor position from 16 to 18 years old. And uh, it's a very, very important position because some of our counselors i'm talking about myself right now some of our older staff we just don't have the energy to keep up with these 150 kids that are up there in the <laughs> mountains and we need some some people zip to them and you guys definitely have the zip thank god you were there um and so uh let's just let's just walk through the camp what what is junior camp uh first of all just give me your impressions Darren of of what your thoughts are of camp um I don't even care what, how, where we want to start with this. This, this is going to be a very free-form podcast. Okay? We're just going to discuss it, have fun. Um, and we've mentioned this before, but it's raw, unedited, so if we make a mistake or someone burps on mic, it's
1: there. It's there forever. So, can I just get some administrative logistics questions out of the way, just from a... Absolutely. So, so you mentioned... Hey, why don't you walk us through this? Because I was there
0: too, and I'm so deep in the woods sometimes (laughs) that I can't really see the whole picture. So, walk us through this. This, Yeah, and
1: and I just was a visitor, a helper for one day, came up, so I I had a question. One observation I made was that there were a lot of young people there, and 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 I didn't know the junior council versus uh, a regular. And I was just curious, is there like a, um, maybe this is more for parents if they're curious what Dune Camp's about. I was curious, is there like a ratio of, of counselors to to um, participant kids that you are looking for or something I was I was it was nice to see a bunch of familiar faces when I went up there so I just kind of curious about Sure
0: that. Uh, in a perfect world it's roughly 2 to 1 so two kids wow. per adult but that's counting kitchen staff and everybody so this year we had 142 kids campers and 60 59 59? 59 staff that's including everybody from the Camp Evangelist to the kitchen to the counselors—that's everybody. Everybody on campus was counted, so basically it was sixty to one forty-three, so a little over two, so two point something. Um, okay. But as far as there are cabins, we try to have at least two counselors in the bigger cabins. We have three counselors per cabin, and the bigger cabins might have up to fourteen kids. I think it was our biggest cabin, and then the smallest would be eight or nine, something like that. So uh, for the actual cabin, it might be. Four to one, but as far as bodies on on the property, it's okay. about two. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. And that that number is counting junior counselors, and it, there's really no designation besides age. Like once they're up there, um, everybody just chips in. Yeah. In fact, our junior counselors this year they were, were on unbelievable. Fire. They were so good. Um, they didn't have to be told what to do. In fact, Brother Nathan from our church, first year there, Nathan Hernandez, uh, every single meal. Without being asked, he would put uh, these like gloves on and he self appointed himself to cleaning the entire dining room wow. every single camp. So, as a kid finished, he'd take their plate, scrape it off, put it in the dishwasher just unbelievable. And other people following their lead, um, anyway, just it was an exciting camp. So,
1: Good.
0: Um, like I said, 143 campers, but we were able to bring a lot of our not only our church kids, but our bus kids that had zero exposure to this kind of thing. So, uh, Lauren and Daryl, and you guys brought two, right? Yes. We brought, uh, Bubba and, uh, uh, Tony. Yeah. So they both came out. They're friends of each other. And, uh, why don't you guys just describe the process, like, like here we, we have these, these, these kids that have really no background in, in apostolic church of any kind. Um, they've come to Sunday school, but that's it. Their parents don't know us really, and so how do you get them to a week-long camp? And we, again, we pay for this. We, you know, the parents aren't out of pocket on it. But uh, how, what was that process like getting a, a, a child to junior camp?
2: Well. Um- Anthony is funny. He kind of followed um, Bubba in... Uh, Bubba's real name is Shaughnessy. So he kind of followed Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy made it seem fun to Anthony, whereas Anthony wasn't really participating at Sunday school, but he was willing to go to camp before that camp experience. So that was a cool way to connect with Anthony. But Shaughnessy is very interesting. If you look at him and you ask him, hey, Bubba, did you have fun at um, Sunday school? He'll be like, meh. But the moment you... Um, give him a chance without asking him questions. He's a bubble of excitement. Is Sunday school happening? Make sure you pick me up. This is where I'll be. He's so on it is saying, like, this is where I'll be. I want you to pick me up. But so aloof when you really question him directly. And that is so funny to me. He's hilarious in that aspect. It's but, funny
0: and typical. Some kids, they... they... They pretend not to have fun because I guess that's cool. I don't know, I, I guess. Uh, but, but they're having a ball. He oh, is he so blast. much fun, not just at junior camp, but every Sunday. Yep. I mean, he's the one singing the songs. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just so much fun to be around. But like you said, if you ask him directly, he's like, eh, he's all right.
2: He's all right.
0: <laughs> but he'll cancel any other plans to be there. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So, no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. And so bringing Bubba up there was really cool to see him quite frankly, ingratiate himself in the life of it and not really be able to distinguish him from, quote unquote, church kids versus bus kids whose families aren't in church and who don't know the life of being an apostolic Pentecostal or even living as a Christian, you know, at at the very base of it. And he just jumped right in. He dived in. and He was one of the kids.
0: Yeah. So uh, we talked about with Brother Julian a couple weeks ago about the more connections you have the more tied in the kids are going to be and the more likely they are to succeed as far as making the transition from just being a bus rider to what God wants them to be. You
1: know, I I just want to add, I I was talking to uh, Bella, which was another one of our kids that was up there, and I asked her, and I don't know if maybe you young ladies can tell me when I was in 6th grade we used to have a 6th grade camp and this is in public school and I don't know if they still do that kind of stuff You we went up in the mountains and and you learn some different things but you always look forward to that but the thing was you're going with your classmates that you're with every single day and, and after school and during school for years I think that's quite remarkable that these kids would go up there, you know, not real. I because mean, they 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 know our church kid. I mean, I, I'm talking specifically the, yeah. to the bus kids we pick up because they they have that one day, a week, hour interaction, and you know, with others, and they don't really know them. But to go yeah. up and be gone for a week is, is um, I mean, that that could be scary. I think for it's like the, kids,
2: the beauty of the adaptability of of children, mm-hmm. um, being able to just jump in and not care. Up to a certain age, then you see it like when they start to become teenagers that, that changes, but
0: Well, they do definitely have a, a bit of timidity when they first get there. You can tell they're uncertain, they don't know what all's yeah. going on, they're trying to figure things out. And in such an amazingly short time that's gone.
2: It dissipates, yeah.
0: For sure by the next day. By Tuesday they met all the people in their cabin. Many times they already have a best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're like like just buddies for life, uh, in in eight hours and they just hang out the rest of the week. And, uh, from then on, it's like, man, can we stay up here another week? Yeah. So, um, but we're talking about connections and, and what are ways to get these kids that may not have any other connections. You know, our, our, our church kids are so spoiled. They come to every, every event. Their parents are in church. Their, uh, friends are all in church. You know, everybody's everything. Every part of their life is touching church in some point or another. But these other kids, they have one hour in Sunday school, and that's not enough. And so this junior camp is as such a great immersive way of just baptizing them in the apostolic experience while having a ball, having so much fun. Uh, so our camp, we're lucky that it's not super expensive. It's $175 a piece. And so all of our buses was able to kind of look through their kids, and not every kid is a candidate. Um, for those listening, if you've been on bus route, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not every child is okay in the mountains for a week by themselves based on either their, maybe how they act in class. I mean, if they can't last an hour in Sunday school, the odds of them making it a week up at camp is pretty low. Um, so anyway, we go through our buses and just kind of find those that are catching on or those that are, are, uh, would fit in well. And, yes, it's a judgment call. We do the best we can. And we had six from our buses go up this year. We covered all the costs for them. Um, but our bus captains had to provide the transportation. We had to pay their uh, snack tabs. You know, we, we made the experience where it was no less than anybody else. And uh, the idea was that they would just get away from everything else and have an encounter with God mm-hmm. while having a blast. Mm-hmm. And I really think that happened for every single one of them. Right. So uh, like, let, let's just start. With, we've already mentioned him several times, but, but Bubba, so the great kid, goes up to camp. First day is voted camper of the day <laughs> by all of the counselors. Yeah. And that was nothing I did. I don't even vote on these things. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was excited. I thought it was great, but I didn't vote on it. Uh, all the other counselors saw him as just a standout kid. They had no clue he was a bus kid. And we didn't, I don't know if we told him that first no. day until after the vote, maybe.
2: Yeah, until after.
0: Um, went throughout the week. And then the last night, uh, we give out the week-long awards. Bubba wins Camper of the Week. And again, all the counselors voted on it. But this was the cool part to me. He made such an impression on the counselors, but also on his fellow campers. So while I'm announcing, okay, the camper of the week for the boys is, and you start hearing the boys, Uh Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. (laughs) They're all chanting it, and it has nothing to do. They don't know who it is. They don't know who won it, but they wanted him to win it. Wow, that's amazing. And all all the other campers like this kid so much. Bubba did not get the Holy Ghost at camp, but he he had an experience. That he'll never forget, and I know he's gonna get it.
2: He got, he was, he got to that stammering lips.
0: Yes, he threshold. did. I was watching him. Is it Tuesday Was it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night. I can't remember.
2: Um, I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday night.
0: Wednesday night. So pre-service prayer. He's sitting on the front row, and uh we're just having prayer. I can't. I get sidetracked so much, but I want to talk about this stuff. But the pre-service camp at prayer is like it's it's unreal it's how many kids get into prayer the way they do at camp i don't understand it and part of it is again being away from your parents being with your with your with your friends but it's also something about the way brother Fairley leads prayer he just does a great job he has music playing but he's he's leading the prayer he's not just praying uh anyway i turn around and i see bubba on the front row and he is sobbing, crying. Sobbing. Hands in the air. And it was amazing seeing all the people from our church gathered around yeah. him, just swarmed him. The second they saw, okay, he's in tune. He's connected. Wow. They just surrounded him. And that kid was praying so hard. He did not get the Holy Ghost. But it's just a matter of time.
2: I he's going it's to. It's just a matter of time.
0: And that happened for nearly every single bus kid at one time or another. They all had a connection on will never. I uh, forget seeing uh, Chris Ramirez on the side.
2: He got the Holy Ghost. He
0: did get the Holy Ghost, did
2: he? Yeah. If Chris he, Ramirez got the Holy Ghost.
0: Okay, well, I know if he didn't, it was as close as it can get without him getting it. Uh, <laughs> Bella, that you just mentioned, Brother Lee, she hasn't been coming hardly any length of time. Maybe. I oh? even
2: though she went to her church.
0: Yeah, so they've been picking her up from Muskoy. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, she came uh, to junior camp and she was I, I, again the encounter seeing this girl that had no background in the apostolic church didn't know what she was feeling couldn't have explained it if she had to and she's sobbing and crying praying at the altars with people she was a it.
2: hard one to crack too yeah it
0: was
1: so uh, cool that when but it, it, when you
2: finally saw those little tears start to stream yeah. down her face it was like wow
1: yeah you know so the day I was up there um, I stuck around for lunch and I was just kind of watching how things were going and she was sitting there by herself and so I Got a hot dog and I sat down with her and nobody else came. And I thought maybe because I was sitting there so I was scaring <laughs> everybody off or something. But I was talking to her. And uh and I you know and it's really sweet sweet young lady and I I I texted Jule, and when I got home I said hey keep an eye I was like it was like she's like my kid yeah. I would go keep an eye on her cuz she was there by herself I go maybe cuz I was there nobody else wanted to sit with an adult or something but he goes no she's doing doing good and then when he sent me that picture of her praying in the altar I was like so excited it was so neat that
0: is awesome that is awesome and she wasn't she wasn't a, a loner yeah she yeah. had she had plenty of friends I Making her. sure no I'm glad you did Glad you did. You know, with 150 kids, sometimes you, you can't keep an eye on on all of them, but you do what you can. Um, so, junior camp is just an extension of what we're doing here. Uh, it's not even our church's junior camp; like it's not sponsored by ILC. It's a group of churches Southern California Commission that get together and make this thing happen. So, it's all across uh, Southern California, um, but. It wasn't just that our kids got to go to this. It was that the teaching, all of the teaching stuff that we do in Sunday school, was taken just to a different setting and it all applied there again. So, um, I'll, I'll just go through a, like a rough schedule of a typical day. So, we wake up pretty early, we get breakfast, uh, and then they have these breakout sessions. So, the breakout sessions are for two hours and they're, they're <clears throat> broken into four uh, 25 minute segments with five minutes of travel in between, kind of like VBS style. So you have like a person in the songs section, you have uh, our group in the songs, you have a group in the crafts, a group in the object lessons, and a group in the storytelling. And every 25 minutes uh, they, they go through their whole deal and then they have five minutes to switch to a different session. So once you've hit all four, you've completed it, and then we'll go and have the, the next event. Um, but those four sessions were pretty cool. So we had uh, action songs. Sister Delaney and Tyler Hodge did those. And if you guys know Delaney, she has, well, I think you might know her, darling, just a little I'm bit. I'm That's right. her sister, <laughs> by the way. Um, uh, Brother Lee, I can't do one action song, like without huffing and puffing. Same. Uh, they did it for two hours two straight. Hours. Oh, okay. So 25 minutes repeated four times. And this is over the course of three days. And uh, poor Delaney, she gave it everything she had and more. So the last day, she's going. I, if she had a, 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 a yeah, if, if she had a, a like a percentage gauge, she was a, like pegged at one ninety. Like she was way past. She was in the red zone. Yeah. And you could see her. She just would not stop. And yeah, she's getting she more stop. and more, if anything, more energetic as the day went on. So she's in the last five minutes of the last group. And she's singing, I think it was in Jesus' name, and just going bananas. And I'm thinking, how does she do this? I don't understand. She's been doing this for two hours after a week of junior camp. After sleeping, what, three hours? Three or four hours? Does that sound right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, three or four hours a night. And I, they were on that part. I will live. I will not die. And right when she said, I will not die, she did this really funny, ha, 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 I'm dying motion, which is where she fell down on the stage she
2: literally passed out
0: but she she passed out she literally (laughs) passed out right at that moment which was just i mean you couldn't have planned it any better um but anyway she had given all that she had and she just melted she was out out on the stage and so of course we all panicked and had her sit (laughs) down (laughs) water and cold compresses and everything until (laughs) until we revived her um So that was one section. We had the craft area. Sister Kim Estrada ran the craft area. Just to let
1: everybody know, on Saturday after you guys got back at pre-service or pre-outreach prayer, I got on her. I said, no more near-death experiences. We we can't take it anymore. That's right. So don't put us through that anymore. (laughs) For
0: those that saw our videos online during COVID, she, she... Dislocated her shoulder oh, in okay. class, like in, on camera. <clears throat> was that on camera or, or uh, in practice just right camera. before? Right, getting ready. So yeah. we had to like tie her arm <laughs> up in a, in a makeshift plastic <laughs> sling from something we found in the back. So
2: I wish I had that. I need that.
0: She gives all she has, and uh, sometimes a little too much. So <sighs> I wish, balance, I, but I, I wish everybody was like that. You know, sometimes you got to drag it out of people, but not not Delaney or or you too I am not in any, any way degrading your your uh, level of commitment <laughs> uh, so that was one section that we had the craft their sister Estrada did that they did everything from making what, what Paracords was
2: cords to we did painting.
0: that painting do... was actually pretty cool I don't I don't I just saw them everywhere <laughs> like when 150 kids yeah. paint yeah there are paintings. For the rest of the week, hanging in trees, under benches, <laughs> yeah. on the dining room tables.
2: We decorated our cabin with their things oh, too. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: we had a stack. Did you get of yeah, the stack that we had collected? There's probably <laughs> thirty of them that I found. Just put them in a pile. <laughs> uh, then we had a object lesson area. Brother Lee, you came down and you did that again. Twenty five minutes, repeated yep. four times. So what did you do for your section?
1: Uh, well, like you you mentioned, a lot of this stuff we we have done and recycled through our own Sunday school program and so I didn't know which kids would be in each group so I tried to set up each class okay if you're in my if you've seen this before don't spoil it for everybody but that only goes so far um, but uh, so I just did one of my uh, uh, color changing lessons but I kind of made a twist on it if you want the details you can you can ask us later but it was uh, uh, just I kind of just talked about um, life throws you unexpected curveball sometimes and uh, so here I had some clear liquids and I put some clear drops in there and one turned blue one turned red and it's like wow yeah, who expected that and of course our kids knew it was gonna turn blue and knew it was gonna turn red I'm like okay um, but then with God though he's gonna always be the same and he'll take care of you and whatever so just about how God does doesn't change, and so, so kind of a variation of a lesson we've used before. Got it. So is that the one with phenolphthalein? Yep. yep. Okay. Don't
2: so don't reveal the secrets. <laughs> no, this is a teacher. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't know. Okay. It's well,
0: illusion. It is. <laughs> <Christian> illusion. <laughs> That's right.
2: The Lord touches that water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, He did make it, uh, but um, so cover your ears and we no. can talk. <laughs> so the Sunday school lessons that we do every week. We just took them to a different setting, and they're just as effective. We're still teaching kids. And so it's just a continuation, uh, an external branch of our Sunday school. Brother Lee came up. He did them. Brother James Wang, he was our camp evangelist. He did a, a object lesson session. Brother Tyler Hodge, where he almost drowned himself in a pot of water, which was really funny. <laughs> I, it was sounds funny. like, yeah, it was, it was really funny. And then uh, who did... Oh, it was only three days, so that was it. So those three. Uh, then we had the storytelling booth, mm-hmm. uh, booth activity. Uh, we had again Delaney, brother Julian Estrada, um, Tyler Hodge. Those were the three, and I think that was it. Is that all the four areas? I think I covered yeah. them
1: all. Yeah
0: anyway but all of those were uh, all the songs that they sang every one of them we already sing in Sunday school every object lesson that was done is done in Sunday school Uh, Brother James Wenger camp evangelist is the uh, head of Sunday school in San Jose Brother Tyler Hodge is one of the premier uh, children's ministry evangelists out there Uh, so it's all still children's ministry even though it's defined as junior camp and it's not it's not any different than what we already do I thought that was really cool
2: even to an extent bus ministry, I still had to bus my kids from the cabin to the
0: <laughs> from the group
2: each each session.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um, rather than trying to connect everything back to Sunday school, I do want to just kind of talk about um, junior camp and the overall just feel of seeing that many kids get the Holy Ghost and that many kids pray. Um, so again, 142 kids went. Out of those, we know for sure twenty got the Holy Ghost, up to about twenty-five. So I don't know what that percentage is, but Lee, you're better at math than I am. But that's a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of kids. Well, and, and and well, and then if you were to subtract out all the kids that had the Holy Ghost, exactly. So you're probably looking at the good, you know, 40 percent of the kids may have gotten it. I don't know. Because right. I mean, when I ask kids, yeah, I say, safe. I ask kids, hey, I heard news because they announced it here at our church. It's so exciting. So. You're getting sending text messages fast. So I was at church Wednesday night, and they announced how many kids got the Holy Ghost last night, or some a couple from our church. So we're getting updates during our services here, and uh, and it's you know it's so exciting So I'm up there. So every class that I had, I said, "Hey, I heard somebody got the Holy Ghost. Well, who got the Holy Ghost here at camp?" And you know, as you said, there are four different groups, and one or two out of each group, you know, would say they did. And I said, "Well, who all here have the Holy Ghost?" And you know. A good majority of raise raised their hands. And so I wanted to really focus on, well, those of you don't. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, who knows if some of those, I, I'm going to say sure. they're lying, but maybe they don't know and they think they have the Holy Ghost or whatever. Absolutely. But, uh, but there weren't that many that, you know, that you know that didn't have it yet or something. Or, so so there's quite a few anyway. <clears throat> Absolutely. So if they wanted it, there's no
0: better place for them to get it than junior camp. Um, those altar calls. Now, I've, I've wanted to say this. For, for a little bit. We have good services at Junior Camp, but they're not good just for kids. Like they're they are just incredible services. I'm telling you, you can you can just straight up compare. In fact, Sunday night here, I was at church. This is Sunday night in our church, and it was a great service. I mean, we had uh squires people on the altar, uh, running the aisles, dancing. You're just typical apostolic church. And I turned to Julie and I said, "Man, this feels so tame. After being at junior camp for the last week, I feel like uh, you know everybody's just sleeping their way through this. And they weren't. They were going nuts. But compared to kids, wow. they they weren't. They were not doing uh, anything compared to the kids. We had a hundred and fifty one hundred forty two kids plus uh, sixty staff, so two hundred plus people in a room the size of our platform.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So it's what a is it?" maybe I don't know 70 feet by by 25 maybe it's not very big it's
2: good enough
0: it's big enough it's small enough mm-hmm. that we have to get rental chairs that are smaller just to make them all fit <sighs> uh, and, and so they're running the aisles in in that setting there's no room to run the aisles but they they're going to do it anyway shuffled the we shuffled the aisles yeah that's <laughs> right, 200 people are shuffling the aisles at once Um, but they're praying in the altars and they're not fooling around Nope. The last night of camp, they the so service starts with prayer at seven, uh, seven thirty. We generally turn the lights on unless they, they it's a runaway altar uh, pre-service prayer, which sounds crazy, but it happens all the time. Wow. Uh, we've had kids every year. I don't think it happened this year with kids getting the Holy ghost in pre-service prayer, but every year Almost. before it Bible
2: was so close,
0: it, it, it yeah. could have happened. I mean, it just every, every pre-service prayer is just wild. Um, uh, many times it just bleeds over into service and it's one continuous, yeah. uh, uh, Prayers prayer session. service all the yeah. way through the altar call. Um, but this year, so we had, uh, <sighs> I'm sorry, guys getting distracted Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So we had this, um uh, starts at seven prayer, 7:30, uh, we had worship service Brother the Tyler Hodges leads it. It just mm-hmm. breaks out again. Jack gets the Holy Ghost during song service. Oh, really? um, Yeah, and then it keeps. Then we had choir, sign uh, like a sign team mm-hmm. that came up, and then Brother Wayne preached, and then altar call broke out. That was probably at 9:30, maybe when he finished preaching because it was a longer service than normal. Those kids prayed till 10:45. Yeah, they just it yeah. kept going on and on Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like kids milking it just for attention i mean i'm telling everywhere it was kids that weren't praying suddenly snapped into it there was one girl and i'm not going to go into details but she had one of the roughest backgrounds of any kid i've ever heard of not from our church but rough rough like everything you've heard cps uh parents that are just abusive i mean just every every horror story you know it happened to this girl and i didn't know this till later and she was hard as nails up there and one of the ladies from our church all week long kept saying, I'm not giving up on you. I'm yeah. not giving up on you. I'm not giving up on you. And she kept praying with her. And this girl was not responding. It was just nothing. Blank slate. And Thursday night she cracked. She cracked. And when she did, Lauren, you were praying with her. She started just started bucketing, crying, uh, and then just a few minutes later, she's speaking in tongues. She gets the Holy Ghost. And uh, Leah, who had been working with her all week long, got to see this girl get filled with the Holy Ghost. He had no connection with her until junior camp. Yeah. And this is from another church. We may not ever see this girl again, us personally. And mm-hmm. But Leah had an impact on that girl. And Lauren, yeah. you did too, to see this, this girl whose life was probably changed forever in that, in that few minutes because of someone that didn't give up on her. Wow. So And that happened probably 1030 That was late. It It was was really late late into it.
2: It was wrapping up. Yeah. And then...
0: Um, So that night alone, there was probably 10 kids that got the Holy Ghost that night. Uh, Like I said, 20 total that we know for sure. And there was another five or so that I just... I'm not 100% on, so I'm not going to claim it. But 20, 20, uh, they got the Holy Ghost. So just incredible services. You could compare those to just about any service anywhere and the same power of god the same intensity was up there with seven to 12 year olds
2: yeah it's just unbelievable
0: it wasn't like god scaled down the holy ghost for them no.
2: in fact <laughs> he may have intensified it.
0: it It felt like it It was just unbelievable so that's cool awesome. so anyway it was just an amazing experience and, and we are we're excited but there was so much fun mixed in it that the kids didn't realize that that's really why they were there <laughs>
2: yeah
0: we got them there to get them the holy ghost but there was so much other stuff mixed in. We had these giant bounce houses that those
2: were... Those cool. Even the counselors 25 were 25 feet
0: tall, I think <laughs> yeah. one of them was. A rock climbing wall with slides and mm-hmm. uh, an, an obstacle course, uh, bounce house. There was water, water fights. Water fight. You guys had pillow fights. <laughs> now, this is where I want you guys to chip in because your cabin was something special. Uh, you weren't alone, uh, but your cabin... Casey Lynn's cabin, Joy Blair's cabin, Delaney's cabin, were all absolutely out of, the, out of the ordinary. So imagine this, Brother Lee. We're going to the mountains to a cabin that's pretty rustic, and they managed to take those rough cabins into something the kids walked into and went, wow, this is awesome. I want to be here. I mean, it, they could have been looking at bugs that were under the you know, dead bugs that they had to sweep out ahead of time but you guys Not were there
2: exaggerating
0: no i know i, I was in one <laughs> i know we've had mice and everything else i mean it's, it's a rough camp um but you guys were up there early and if you don't mind you describe the prep that went into this um because you guys were so good that i sent out an email ahead of time to all the rest of the counselors and said let's make this year special and I'm going to give you some ideas based on what you guys and others, you guys, Delaney, Casey Lynn, that you gave me, like, hey, this is the stuff we're doing. And I spread that to all the other counselors and said, well, let's really make this year incredible. And this is some ideas. So tell us what you guys did as far as prep and then actually implementing it at again. Camp.
2: So I wasn't able to do a lot of prep before um, junior camp because I had a busy week before that but we did well you guys
0: did it for weeks in advance right i mean you guys started i know you guys for sure started a month out looking for stuff
2: yeah but we did we were (coughs) able to do thrift shopping and found some cool like decorations or things to wear
0: um let's start with the theme it was the jungle theme was was the uh the look of the sanctuary we decorated uh it with vines and and animals and Netting, camo netting, very,
2: very tent- jungle cruise esque.
0: Yeah, it was like like the Disney, the Disney Jungle Cruise, but way better, <laughs> way better <laughs> Disney. Way, yeah, they picked their game up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it really was pretty cool. But you guys took that theme to your cabin as well, and I, I'll, I'll never forget Billy. Really, a week ago, a week before camp, I get a text from <laughs> Lauren that says, "Do you want any barrels? Because we're picking some up."
2: Fifty-five <laughs> <laughs> gallon drums.
0: Metal. Those big metal drums.
2: Oh, that's a funny story, actually.
0: Well, so, a, the, the <laughs> a, and and I, I actually made it. I said, "There's no way you guys don't know how big the 55 gallon barrel is. Like, how are you? How many are you getting?" And they said, "We're getting like six of them or something." I said, "There's no way. There's no way you're picking up six barrels <laughs> you need that like size." A truck. So we tell us.
2: How <laughs> so Casey Lynn was on OfferUp and she found these things for zero dollars they were for free someone was just giving away and i was like okay let's take my van my my parents um
0: minivan <laughs> Dodge. yeah minivan
2: and we took out all the seats except for one because we knew daryland needed to sit there so we pretended she was there to see how many we could fit in the van so we were able to fit six and i was like I oh he has little possible. faith brother philip <laughs> like, lord increase his faith and so i'm like okay we have two for you how like do you want two because we were able to fit six and it's funny Now, the funny part of it is the ride up. Poor Darylin sat, so there's the two seats, the driver's seat, the passenger seat, and then one more seat in the back, and then the rest were just taken out. Darylin had things hanging over her, had things, like, pressed up into her side, side, right? (laughs) Yeah. Underneath her feet. Her feet were elevated. She did not have a good time riding up into the (laughs) mountains. But we got this stuff up there, and we had these big old barrels, and it just... In my opinion, it really made the look of the cabin from the outside. That's where we put ours, and it was like, wow, what is this?
0: We have emphasis on barrels right now, but that's not all they brought. <laughs> yeah. Their their van was completely packed, completely. Yeah. Um, so their cabins, when you walked into, your theme was the Indiana Janes, right? Yeah, where that was our cabin. Indiana day. Jones, Janes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was netting and crates, and inside you had Maps and I'm trying to think of everything I, I, I saw when I were, when we went through there. It was it was yeah. Just. I went
2: for more of a camera theme because that's what I had. Um, so I have a couple of vintage cameras that look one that like folds out into like this pyramid looking shape till you can reach the lens. That one looks cool, and and that was just more what I had on hand rather than going and finding it. Just trying to save money, but it ended up coming together and looking really cool.
0: And then Casey Lynn, hers was uh, the Earharts. Uh, Earhart. Earhart. Whoa. She's going to get mad if I say that. <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Uh, so hers was kind of more uh, aeronautical, and so yeah. she had all of this. Their cabins were unbelievable. I have pictures that, that are just crazy. They, think yeah. they brought all this stuff up to camp. <laughs> they actually went to the thrift store and bought a working like phonograph, like the old, old oh, vintage she, so record player. So she hunter. had
2: that? Already, And by chance, so we went to a thrift store and I said, Lynn, don't buy anything. These are too expensive. These records are too expensive. Look, she ended up going to another thrift store that's like a Goodwill and finding these vintage gospel albums. But
0: they sounded jungly.
2: Because they're from the 20s. They were like... (laughs) Amazing. There were these vintage gospel albums with these old hymns.
0: So everybody's rocking out Work. to Adventures in Odyssey. And then this cabin, Amazing it was so cool. No, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, the, you know, just the old record player and it's playing these. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Just songs. It was so cool. It really was cool. Um, so you guys went all out in your cabins. The kids walked in, had an immersive experience. They walked into the sanctuary and it really was one of our best decorations we've ever had it, there was vines I everywhere them, right? monkeys hanging from the ceiling there was a, a uh, eight foot by eight foot huge banner over the fireplace with a, you know welcome to junior camp rescued theme. And, and the rescued theme was a airplane crash and so there's bits of airplane hanging from the ceiling there's a big wing some wheels a propeller all that hanging from the ceiling um Brother Wang built a time machine and tucked it in the corner. Kids had no idea how that fit into it until later. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it was just—it was fun. It was fun. Uh, So there was there was uh, skits every single service that were so so bizarre. I was in them and I didn't understand them, frankly. Uh, Me and brother Tyler. I don't know if the kids enjoy them, but we do. (laughs) Me and him, we do it just for us. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's just wild and nutty and hopefully teaches something along the way. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a fun week. And uh, it was so cool that we had our bus kids there, our church kids there, seeing them be able to implement the stuff we taught them in Sunday school and on the buses. Seeing God actually do it up at camp was just so really, really exciting. Really cool. And then Thursday, we actually did a... Uh, the the day service our Sunday school team did the day service
1: uh, Brother Lee you helped with that uh, yeah, yeah. you want to walk us through that real quick uh, just well I, I learned a lot of stuff I, well you'd sent out a kind of a text on what we were going to do and I get up there and then Danny starts telling me things I go are we not doing the? Uh, so he's kind of like giving me a little prep, like we're talking minutes before I'm going up on stage. As so I had no clue, so you guys had really added to it. And he just said, "Go up there and and I think it was the ticket to Disneyland thing." So I know I did no that. Well, we did easy. all that so, uh, while you were in your object lesson session. <laughs> so for two hours, you were stuck in there. We were practicing. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so I'm like, okay. And it, but it, anyway, my part was really simple. But uh, that was fun. And then uh, then during the thing, I did the the hidden sin. Um, object lesson with the jelly marbles obvious in, and then another container with the the clearer ones where you can't see it but it's there you think you may be getting away with something yeah and uh, but god yep so we just took our
0: sunday school and transported it to the mountains yep. we did yep. nothing different we did the exact same thing we've done every single sunday in front of the kids um and it it, it just works i don't understand why people change stuff just because the settings changes and i'm not uh, please understand I, i'm not I'm not talking bad about any any camps but I, I've been to some that are so boring like it's like okay well this is the same age that we have Sunday school and we try to make Sunday school exciting but now we're at junior camp we're gonna make this the most boring service we can do <laughs> and expect these kids to to really hang on every word and it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and so uh I just love that we were able to just do what we always do in a different place and it, it, and it works it's effective yeah. um, and then the day before we did uh, the day service and Sister Lauren and Casey and Sister Ashley helped and we did the one with the styrofoam that disappears
2: oh the god can am
0: I gonna am I gonna, gonna ruin it if I mention how that happened. I don't
2: want to know the name. I just know that my God can.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so anyway, these distracting voices that tell you all of these these things that you're not uh, that you're not good enough. and It doesn't matter how you dress. No, I'm just kidding. That's all stuff that you, you taught. I'm um, just kidding. That you're too young for God to use yeah. you. All of that can disappear when, when, you, when you give it to God. It all goes away and there's only one voice that you need to listen to. Um, and then Casey Lynn and uh, Lauren, man, whew, you guys were pouring it on. You guys were. Really I don't know
2: why. I woke feeling. up that day emotional. Like, I mean, that's not unusual. But
0: it's what happens when <laughs> people <if you'll> sleep. <laughs> For yeah. sure. So,
2: but I mean, when we didn't even know you were going to ask us, and then you asked us, and, and then you started telling us what we were going to do, and I just, I was like, wow, like this has so much potential to, to, to really do something here and I really felt the Holy Ghost as we were preparing, within 30 minutes preparing our scriptures and, and our things and Casey Lynn felt the same way you can ask her and and it was just I don't know, it was really cool and I really hope that the things that we talked about impacted those you starting it off with the, the love letter from your best friend, not the love letter but the letter from your best friend and drawing that connection that like God has written us a letter our best friend has written us a letter And we're too busy to read it. Who is too busy to read a letter from their best friend? The moment you get a a real, actual letter, not a text message, not an email, but you get a letter from your best friend, that's like, wow, they took time to write to me. I'm going to read this right away. I'm going to drop whatever I'm doing. I'm reading this. How do we not do that? the same thing with God? We don't. And that really, for me personally, that convicted me so strong. So you starting that skit with the love letter, or the letter from our best friend and how we need to read it. And... Then going into what that letter details and how it can help us, how it can help us defeat these distracting voices. That was just an amazing. That was my. I think that was my. Not because I was in it, but that was my favorite skit, or or object, cool. whatever it's called.
0: Sure. Um. So the one that you're talking about, I think it's. I think it's on the website. I think uh, it's just the
1: one you did at the uh, at the Redlands yeah. Community. too? Yeah. yeah. So it's just
0: one. a a letter from your from your friend. So, you're up there talking, and someone comes in, hey, you got a letter. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm busy. Don't talk to me right now. I'm like, no, 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 it's from your best friend. And then everything stops. From my best friend. Oh my goodness, this is incredible. This, you guys, you, you don't even know. My friend's so incredible. Man, he just takes care of me. Anything I need, is, you know, mm-hmm. just go on and on about how, how great this best friend is. And they're like, okay, here it is. And they give it to me. And it's like, this is awesome. And then I set it down and keep talking to the kids. I'll read it later. And then, like, you're not going to read it? Read like it. no, I'm busy. I got things I got to do. And then it escalates. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he's your best friend, you're going to stop everything you're doing, you're going to rip it open to start reading. It. I'm like, I'll do it when I'm good and ready. Yeah. I mean, I got video games to play. I got you know, all the excuses that we have for not reading our Bible. Yeah. And go through all those. And then finally, like, you know what? You're not a very good friend. He may be your best friend, but you're a terrible friend. And when all the kids have turned on me, everybody just thinks I'm the worst person in the world. And I'll I'll stop and say, okay, wait, wait, wait. A lot of you out there that are talking bad about me, you've done the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's when we turn it back on and say, you know, God's written us a letter. We call him our best friend. He's the friend that... closer than a brother and we'll tell everybody i just love him but yet the bible that he's given us the letter we don't even bother to open it up so it is it is it's a powerful it can be a a powerful uh, intro to to a lesson or it can be the whole lesson maybe maybe that is is your lesson but yeah that was good um, but then you guys, man, you took it away and really tore it up. It was good. You guys were you guys were feeling it. You could tell it wasn't it wasn't just a ho hum yawn your way through a lesson though. They were they were tearing it up. Um, day before, brother Hodge did nothing different. He did Sunday school, and it's effective. It's effective. That's why we do these techniques. <laughs> it's why we teach the way we do it because it works. It works. Kids have fun while they learn, and then sometimes they don't even realize they're learning. And then, it, then it comes home and and hits him. So, anyway, um, so can Let's see. We're at 47 minutes. We're not trying to hit a specific time.
1: Um, Almost, uh, and and the kids remember this stuff too. And even uh, it's so funny because I don't know how many years ago it was, but I was with uh, Brother Ian uh, yesterday, and we we brought up junior camp, the time that I went up there and helped, and we did the one, uh, the hay bale and the fire from heaven, and (laughs) uh, and even he's still talking about that. He said that was one of my greatest camp experiences and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. And then the kids for how long were they hay bale? Just they nonstop. (laughs)
0: We got to to have some explanation behind that because that that really was a funny moment. So Brother Lee's doing the lesson where it's the fire falling from heaven and he has the, the dust of doom where basically he pours powder and he lights the powder when it's falling and it does this really cool column of flame and in that sense, he landed it on Elijah's offering that was yeah, covered yeah. in uh, water, yeah, yeah. but the water was actually what alcohol yeah, or something. Yeah. So it caught pretty good, and we had a, a big fire. But before he did that, he, <laughs> me and and Ian were the uh, the goofy assistants or whatever, and so we started. Uh, being like the priests, you know they're saying hey baal hey but
1: we, we well, there's the confusion right so it's elijah versus the false prophets and, right. uh, oh baal you know and yeah and then i'm like oh yeah they're like you know praying to baal like hey baal and like, oh. And like oh hey baal
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so we ran out and got a hay bale
0: like an actual <laughs> bale of hay and set it out there and we're chanting around it. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. The kids think fine. stuff like that. It's it's, it's so dumb, but it's so funny. I still laugh. Like, I think it's just hysterical. I don't remember who I heard that from, but I heard it and I'm like, one of these days we're going to do that. And we did. It was epic. So, yeah. The, the kids remember it. They, they remember it. Um, so, anything else about camp?
2: Um, Just that... The older I get, the more I realize like how much it transitions. So the things that I learned in bus ministry and in Sunday school really, really help me in junior camp. Like personally I would give up so many conferences just to go to junior camp, Peak included. I would much rather go to junior. You know junior what? Camp. This
0: Brother Lee, this this is so huge. So Peak for our youth is 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 the biggest conference. Yeah. I mean it's just it's just phenomenal. It's untouchable. That's the second person I've heard that said if I had to choose junior camp and this is a, a a 18 20 year old if I had to choose between junior camp and peak no question I would take junior camp every time.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's just like wow it and they're talking me about so the quality of the services yeah. which peak is unbelievable. Yeah. But there's something about seeing kids get the Holy Ghost all over the place. There's just there's nothing quite like it. And and we're involved in the process. We get to, to help facilitate this. It really is just so incredible. Um and, and you mentioned about the every the things you learn that translate. It's m- way more than just the the teaching and the the bus ministry thing. It's the connections with the kids. So you you, you can look out Brother Lee, you did it with Bella you look at it over a, a, a sea of kids, and if you have any experience in children, you can say, Okay, that person's lonely, that person needs, and you go find them and you sit next to them. Yeah. And within a few minutes, I don't know how many times I'd ever, every time there was a meal, I'd let all them eat first, and then I'd go find just, the, just a group of kids that I had no clue who they were, and I would sit right in the <laughs> middle. In fact, I'd like, Scoot them aside. Scoot, it was over, scoot funny to watch. I'd sit right it's in the middle. Tiny little
2: girls like, oh, this guy, this yeah, it it like this guy's giant.
0: Who is this weirdo? Parting, <laughs> and we would just have a ball. We'd <laughs> tell jokes and just mess with them, and we'd have. Yeah. We, it was so much fun. They
2: loved. They it love was cute. So much
0: fun. But all that's from bus ministry. Yeah, it's we learn how to connect with kids. You know, we you put
2: we, you out of the picture. You, yeah. I think that's why we like it so much. Is because it, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's it's about those kids. Yep. And in that you find edification. Yeah. You find you find you find Jesus, and you find fulfillment. Yeah. For beautiful. sure.
0: It is, and uh, all the dumb jokes I've learned. How <laughs> to had, had just their not that many. their place in the sun. I oh, know no, a lot of dumb no, jokes. No.
2: No. No. No.
0: Oh, so when the kids were lining up <laughs> every meal, I would sit there, and I would first first day I had to tell them a joke. Yeah. Before they could go eat. And they had to listen and laugh. If they didn't laugh, they weren't allowed to eat. Of course, they still ate. But uh, and then the next day, they had to tell me a joke, and I'd make sure yeah, it's got to be clean and cool. Um, but and it was it was just so much fun. It's just so silly. But all the techniques that we've learned, just to how to have a conversation with a kid it just works so so well out there uh, I'm watching the two of you yawn in unison and uh, I, I, no. I no no I'm, I'm feeling like you, you have the junior camp spirit upon you again
2: <laughs> Still Daryl how, how
0: much sleep do you think you got the entire week like each night roughly
2: okay well I can sleep through anything so I got a lot of sleep
0: define a lot
2: like, no, a lot. 11.30 to 6.30 or 7.
0: If you actually did, then I'm impressed. Because I know the majority of the counselors got about uh, maybe maybe five on the high side.
2: Me and Daisy would just look at her with, like, disgust. <laughs>
0: she's, she,
2: like, I would be talking to her. And she's not responding. Because she's asleep. <laughs> she would fall asleep that fast. I was so mad. And then I'd be up. I had bathroom quality. duty. For some reason, the kids target me for bathroom duty at, like, 2 in the morning. And the one time I tried to send them to another counselor, they're like, she, she, she won't wake up. I'm like, It wasn't me. <laughs> they didn't try to wake me
0: up. <laughs> They already knew there was no hope there. That
2: but No, she slept. I'm happy for her.
0: No, what a fun week though. When we come back, we're as tired as we've ever been. Our voices are shot. My voice is still not right.
2: Yeah, mine is. And we
0: got back last Friday and what is it? Five days later, I'm still not normal. I mean, yeah. My throat is still hurting. Um, We're just running on fumes. We're dehydrated. We're kind of grumpy, a little bit irritated.
2: (laughs) Not
0: Not irritated, but irritable. Let's put it that way. It
2: couldn't be me. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Of course not. Uh, But we wouldn't give anything for the experience. It was just such a a great time. So I know this is a really weird podcast. Uh, For those that tuned in maybe to listen about Sunday School, I hope you still got something from it. And I hope that when you see stuff like this, you see it not as a... uh, Something different from what you're doing, but but how can I tie in our experiences, the things we've learned, and even the kids that we bring to uh, Sunday school? How can I tie them into these events? So that was the purpose behind it. Whether it accomplished that or not, I'm not really sure. I hope <laughs> it did. Um, but that's it. I, I'm I'm out of out of things to say. If you have more questions about junior camp, feel free to email us info at school dot com. Any questions? Any. Tidbits. I don't care. Uh, just let us know what you'd what you'd like to hear more about. Uh, really any parting parting comments?
1: No, but like I said, I, I uh, it, from the little bit I was there, I'm, I'm almost tempted to see if I could become a. Junior counselor next year or something. (laughs) I maybe to to come up for more time next year. Who knows? We could call call it a senior senior counselor. (laughs) counselor? (laughs) uh, uh, But you know what? You mentioned one one. It was kind of funny. I mean, I didn't know a lot of the kids or majority of them. But I in between or actually before we started, a couple little girls were walking through. They taught. I've since forgotten it, but it was some kind of like lemonade clapping thing or something like that. But they they definitely wanted to show me that and, and they kicked sure. the devil out of town or something, some new one they had nice. or something, but anyway, so it's fun how the kids kind of, you know, open up to you and, and but <coughs> watch them, they were having a good everybody's having a great time
0: and Did you have anybody ever come up and mention
1: the videos? Yeah, I did they go, <laughs> I know you and Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so my
0: brother, my brother Danny's like, hey I just had a kid, cost me, and ask me I'll see if I was the guy in Apostolic Sunday School So yeah, yeah uh, we had a we had a big crew of us so anyway thank you guys for being there thank you for joining our podcast and everybody out there thank you for for listening if you made it all the way to the end even through our somewhat disjointed ramblings <laughs> at least on my end so anyway thank you god bless you and we will see you next time
2: we out